Good morning and welcome to AC23. I'm your host, Pam Bordelon, and joining me here this morning is artist Rob Carpenter. He is the recipient of the Michael Crespo Art Fellowship that the Arts Council awards every year. Welcome, Rob, and congratulations. Well, Pam, thank you so much. I appreciate it. So, um, kind of what was your first thought when I'm, I, I had the pleasure, I love it when I get to do this, <laughs> call and say, you're the winner. <laughs> well, I was working on a drawing, which I do every afternoon, seven days a week. Okay. And so I just have the phone there. You There you are. <laughs> and when you gave me the message, I, I usually just kind of keep drawing when people mm-hmm. are talking to me on the phone. But I stopped when you told me that. That that was that was a stopper. <laughs> that stopped you in your tracks, You huh? <laughs> bet it did. You bet it did. Uh, so did you know Michael? Yes, I did. I knew <laughs> Michael pretty well. Uh, I... Uh, met him about my second year in graduate school. Okay. And so uh, I never had him as an instructor of record, but there was so much camaraderie between mm-hmm. uh, graduate students and, and faculty that we, we, we knew pretty much everybody. Okay. Uh, Michael and I got to be better friends many years after. Uh, I, he had a studio near my house. Okay. And uh, uh, as did Libby Johnson, his wife, and... Uh, but uh, we had more substantive meetings in the aisles or in the parking lot at Bedar Grocery Store, <laughs> where the, the topic was not uh, art; it was always food. Food, because <laughs> Michael and I both like to cook a lot. Well, so. food and food and, and art and things right. like that are always hot topics I, in yeah, South Louisiana. Yeah, starving artist things. So, <laughs> so um, is there? You know, people may not think about it, but. Is there a camaraderie amongst the art community here in town? Is there like a a little fellowship? Well, you know, I, I think I know certainly I'm an artist member at the Baton Rouge Gallery, mm-hmm. and we're a tight knit group. Yeah. I, at least I like to think we are. I may have enemies that I don't know about. But <laughs> it's <laughs> but always appeared to me that there that that's, that's I was the case. Say, we put up a good show. Yeah, so I know. <laughs> There's a lot of camaraderie there. Yeah, so, absolutely. How important as an artist is it to have that? Well, you know, we're all kind of loners in our own way. I mean, we do have to kind of go off into our studios by ourselves, mm-hmm. and and uh, you know, so uh, I don't see a lot of my artist friends on a regular basis, uh, but uh, we. At the Baton Rouge Gallery, we always have first Wednesday opening, mm-hmm. and I always look forward to that. And that's a time where a lot of us are able to get together yeah. and share that time and see what's going on with one kind another. Of, kind of support each other and see what yeah. you're up to. Yeah. Okay. So, so how did uh, Rob Carpenter get started as an artist? Huh. That's kind of funny. I, uh, I graduated from Mississippi State. In history, okay. I was actually majoring in staying out of Vietnam. Yeah, but, but <laughs> there, were, history, there were a lot of our generation that did that. <laughs> but, but but history was something I I could do after failing at a couple other things. Okay, I just heard where most people do change majors three times, but okay. uh, as many as five. But anyway, so I I I, I had always done art as a, as a kid mm-hmm. through high school, but I didn't have a. I, I, there was no art school for me to attend in, in, at uh, at Mississippi State, so, but I knew I wanted to do it. And I came home after doing my student teaching in sixth grade elementary school. Oh, bless you! I know, <laughs> and I, I I just had to sit down with my mom and dad. I said, "Look, I just don't think I can do this." I said, uh, I, "I my parents were living in Cleveland, Mississippi. Okay, and there's a little art school there called Delta State." Okay. 
beautiful place, just mm-hmm. a wonderful art school. Okay. And um, I said, would you mind if I took two years and just crammed four years into two years at Delta State studying art? And they said, I wish you'd done it sooner. But mm-hmm. you have our blessing. So with supportive parents, that's exactly what I did. Okay. And then I started applying for, for graduate schools, and uh, LSU showed me the money. So that's how I ended up in Baton Rouge. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So kind of what is your media, your genre? What What is it that Rob likes to do? <laughs> well, if you saw what Rob was doing 20 years ago and you saw what Rob is doing now, <laughs> even if you went back 12 years ago, uh, you would see that you would think this guy's kind of schizophrenic. <laughs> but uh, Well, you're uh, an artist, so and that's I, what you're supposed yeah, to be. <laughs> and, 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 you know, think. Things happen and things change, mm-hmm. and so uh, the work that I'm doing now is it's non-objective, um, and I say that versus abstract. There is no no reference to reality. It's strictly line, shape, form, and color, okay. and the only reference is, is to the to the work itself. So it's it's uh, the people. It's, it's a lot of lines. I use a technical pen, okay. which is, has different line widths, and I use different line widths and different colors of line and many, many layers of line. And uh, what at one point people used to re- refer to them as uh, weavings or tapestries, but, mm-hmm. but they've evolved over the years. And so right now, uh, at one point, they look more like cartography like maps yeah i even had a couple of brg members who were map makers map 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 makers easier said than done oh yeah they they picked right up on it without my having to tell them they said these look like maps i said thank you but you know they've continued to evolve and so right now I'm, i'm dealing with shapes that have a lot of atmosphere around them so it's it's kind of a uh uh almost like a the soft edges one might see in a mark rothko painting Except mine are drawings. So. Okay. So what did you start out doing since oh, you've, you have evolved in this? Well, what did you? What were some of your earlier works? Well, when I, when I, I was fortunate, Delta State, uh, they really grounded us in a, in a traditional way. So I learned how to look at something and draw it. Okay. And I learned, you know, basic techniques of painting. I mean, t- techniques of painting that date back to the Renaissance. Okay. And that was really good for me because, you know, you know how these, it takes a little bit of the, you get to go behind the curtain and, mm-hmm. and understand how a Renaissance painting came to be. So it gave me a lot of knowledge, which I was able in turn over the teaching for 27 years, that I was able to pass that on to students too. Okay. So uh, to answer your question though, I was a traditional painter. I did plain air painting. I did still life landscape portrait. Okay. That sort of thing, but it just evolved over the years, and I come to a place like LSU, and I'm just overwhelmed with with so many new ideas and so many new people and exposure to to. We had a wonderful visiting artist program at LSU. We bring in artists from usually New York City or from from the West Coast, and, okay. and they would work in the studios right there where we were. Tremendous influence, uh, and and. And an ability to, to get ideas from, from people that otherwise an old redneck boy from Mississippi wouldn't get. Yeah. So. I know as a, as a journalist, we had working newspaper men who came in yes. and, and worked with it. And, and being able to have that as opposed to just 
an instructor yes that that is invaluable oh, so yeah. i would think the same thing with to be able to see somebody practice their craft oh yeah i i, I the course of faculty at lsu they were all working professionals yeah and they all maintained studios and i became dear friends with so many of those folks so yeah i know i, I can mention one ed pramick yeah uh, you know ed won this award that i'm getting that's yeah i think he was the first winner if yeah I and my friend harvey sherman harris mm-hmm. huh <laughs> How does it feel to to be lumped in that category with those with people like that? Oh, wow! That's a, I, actually, I'll be honest with you. I looked this morning to see. I, I knew I knew about this award, yeah. and um, and so when I looked at the people that had won it, I knew every one of them, mm-hmm. and uh, including my neighbor Kelly Scott Kelly. Yeah, <laughs> that's uh, two people on Hollydale Avenue. Woo! <laughs> South Downs rocks. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so uh, I saw that list of, of luminaries, and, and I just yeah. said, wow, I'm in some good company. Here. Yeah, you are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. St- still stunned about that. So, so um, you mentioned teaching. Yes. So how, how is that – How? what kind of mentality does that take to, te- to take what you know and then to teach it? Well, it's 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 not difficult okay. uh, to if I mean assuming you have confidence in what you do yourself, mm-hmm. um, and you know we all have moments where maybe I'm not so confident about what I'm doing. But you, when you go into a classroom, mm-hmm. you know you realize that you've got a lot of experience that these folks don't have, and so and there's a and they're if they're good students, they're thirsty for information. Sure. So it makes it easy to just for them to come and pull it out of you. And and so, uh, I like to think that it's 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 a, almost like a collaboration. It's like watering a garden, mm-hmm. and 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 watching those kids grow. Do does somebody have to have some natural ability? You can't, or can you take somebody who has no artistic bent whatsoever? Yeah, you, you you can take someone who has no artistic ability. And once you teach them how to look at something, mm-hmm. uh, and teach them a few ways to little tricks that you can teach somebody they can learn how to draw what they see okay now there is something to be said though for some people that you can't teach them certain things they just can do it yeah and you can point out to them what that thing you know talking about something like line quality Mm -hmm. and you talk about how Okay, we want to have a kind of varying thick and thin line, or mm-hmm. a light and dark line. Why, where do we, why do we want that line to be thick here and thin there, or light here and dark there? And so they, but that's only that person who can naturally do it can pull it off so well. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's where you start separating the the milk from the cream. Yeah. So. I can draw a main stack of books, but that's about the, the only thing I ever mastered. Well, you know, <laughs> that, my students hated me after a while. But the first thing we did in beginning drawings, for about three weeks, we didn't draw anything but cubes. Yeah. And boy, they were so ready to take me, throw me off the roof after three weeks. But, yes, please. I said, if you can learn how to draw this cube, you can learn how to draw anything. So, so you, you were off to a good start with a book. <laughs> Frustrated my art teacher to yeah, death. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I said. Okay, you got your books down. That's all we're going to worry about. 
<laughs> I'm okay with a camera. I can do that, and I can put some words on paper, but that's, that's about as far as I go. <laughs> <There> you go. <laughs> so um, do you remember your first art exhibit when you, when you first saw your, your work, like, hanging in a, in a gallery? That's a while back, but I, I know it happened at Delta State. Okay. Uh, in fact, uh, you know, I think one of the first pieces of work I ever sold as a first year or second year undergraduate was was in a corporate collection. Oh wow! Okay. Uh, now I'm going to say this. I'm going to truth in in advertising here. My dad worked for that corporation. That's okay. <laughs> Kinfolk <laughs> deals are the best but, kind. But the company he worked for, they decided they wanted to start collecting art. Okay. And so uh, a, a member of uh, someone associated with the uh, business started going to different universities uh-huh. in Mississippi. They wanted to be a Mississippi collection. Okay. And uh, so, so they came to Delta State, and we were set up for them. And uh, they bought a couple pieces of mine, a couple pieces of some of my buddies and okay. and so it was that was flattering so how, yeah I was gonna say how does how does it feel when you do that you know is it kind of well, like when you see your first byline in the newspaper yeah and 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 yeah so it was that kind of feeling so yeah uh, uh, but uh yeah it's 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 it's, uh, it's it's very flattering when someone wants to buy your work uh, yeah so it's kind of validating that maybe I'm not it just is. spinning my wheels. Right, exactly. Yeah. So. so what's what's your favorite? Um, do you still like do you still like teaching? Is that is, or do you like creating more? Uh, all you hear all these art professors say, "Well, I'm a I'm an artist who teaches," mm-hmm. and uh, there's something to be said for that too. But there's yeah. people who are, you know, really, really, truly dedicated mm-hmm. teachers. And I miss, I miss the inter- interaction with my colleagues mm-hmm. and my students. Uh, there's a lot of things about teaching that I'm glad to be away from. Sure. But I haven't been teaching. I quit teaching 10, 11 years ago. Oh, wow. Okay. And so uh, I have to say it's a lot more rewarding uh, to, to every day get out of bed and I know what I'm going to be doing that afternoon. Okay. And, that's every afternoon, seven days a week. So. Okay. Yeah. So um, when you're not painting, what do you like to do? What's your... Oh, uh, well, I'm, since, since I'm not teaching anymore, I'm a, believe, a big believer in structuring your day. Yeah. And uh, because some people don't adapt well to retirement, you always hear about the wife who kicks the husband out. Don't come back until dark. Yeah. You know, kind of like our parents. See, I love my favorite quote is i married you for better or worse but not for lunch <laughs> that's a good one i gotta remember that yeah. one, so. feel free yeah. to share that happens with my brother he gets the same thing so he has to go to the office every find day. something to do so, yeah so, but uh no so it, it's what do i do uh i try to go to the ac lewis uh ymca and okay. i try to swim at least four days a week okay and i tell people so I get in the pool and I swim laps. So I'm going, I'm making back and forth lines, back and forth, back and forth. And what I do when I come home, I eat some lunch and I go out in the studio and I draw a lot of lines back and forth, back and forth. So it's kind of the same, different different art form. So what is it about lines that intrigue you so much? Uh, well, um, the medium I use almost, it, it demands it. Okay. And... Uh, I have always been more of a 
a, a graphic artist, not a graphic designer artist, okay. but a, an artist who draws. Okay. Uh, uh, prefers drawing over painting. Okay. And so, um, because of that fact, I, I'm just naturally inclined to, to, to go to line. Line is line is the only man-made element in in art. There's line, shape, form, texture, color, and line can do all of those things. But it's it's all the other things that you can find in nature, uh, shape, color, texture, all that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. But with line, you can you can create all those things. You can create texture. You can use colored line. You, obviously, you're creating shapes. So it's just a line is 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 sort of the uh, the king and queen of of the elements of art. It's, it's from which it all the rest it, of it springs. Huh? Yes, from 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 that which it comes. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. So, um, what are you what are you work are you are you working on anything in particular right now for another show or yeah, something like that? Uh, thank you. For, I get to plug myself. You get to plug yourself. Okay, That's yeah. it. Now's uh, your chance. Right. <laughs> yeah. I, I I have a show coming up at the Baton Rouge Gallery in August and. Our shows always open on the first Wednesday of mm -hmm. every month, okay. so uh, that means I'll be installing that show, uh, whatever that's Saturday, and it'll open on Sunday. But then we ha we'll have a reception on, okay. on Wednesday. Okay. So that's what I'm working towards now. Usually, we're going to have three or four artists who share that space. Mm -hmm. If you're familiar with it, yeah. And um, so, uh, but we all have individual billing. So that's yeah. what I'm working on right now. Okay. Do you know when, what month you're going to be featured? August. August. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. coming up soon. Okay. Yeah. yeah real soon. Okay. Uh, it, so it, it seems like a long chop, time. Chop, chop. Huh? Yes. I, I, I'm probably working on the last drawing for the show okay. here in May. And okay. It takes me a, a while to finish a drawing because they're rather intricate. And yeah, then, then yes. I have, I have to, seen. They, they make my head explode. <laughs> <laughs> I do not have the patience for that. That I, I would think that takes a lot of attention to detail and a lot of patience to do to do what you do. Yeah, or maybe there's medication for that, it. I don't know. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> anyway, no, it's it's. I'll have to try to finish this one up, and then I'll have to go into a framing mode because yeah, which is kind of the unfun part. Yeah. So necessary. The non-glamorous side yes, of art. Yes, so, yeah, I'll usually show about uh, ten to twelve pieces. Okay. Uh, All right. And I work on pretty much the same format most of the time. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, Rob, thank you so much for joining us today, and congratulations again on winning the Crespo Award. Thank you so much for this uh, amazing award, and I, again, I'm so humbled to be in the company of these folks. I, <laughs> I know them all. So. <laughs> Wow. So we're we're excited for you, and we hope you'll come back and chat with us another time. Oh, I'd love to. Okay. We thank you for joining us this morning for AC23. Uh, starting tomorrow in the Shell Gallery, our Pride Month exhibit, Why Pride? A collaboration with the Trevor Project opens in the Shell Gallery. It'll be up throughout the month of June, so swing by and check it out. Our hours are 8.30 to 4.30, Monday through Friday, and from 10 to 2 on Saturday. So we hope you'll come and see what's hanging in the Shell Gallery throughout the month of June, and we'll see you next Sunday.